Let's do this. Into hour number three. And if it's a Thursday, it's time to beef. You hear it. You don't see it, but you hear it. So imagine a giant plastic tower of beef to my left. Let's do this. 1-800-636-8686. Or hit me up on the X at Jim Rome. Beef about anything you want. Just keep it tight. Get in, get out. State your beef. Keep moving. This is fun. Let's do it. First stop. Let's go with the phones first. I'm going to go right down the line. Texas. Terry, you're going to set the tone. Terry, good to have you. What's your beef? I got beef with people who operate shopping carts without looking where they're going. These are the same idiots that can't successfully maneuver through a four-way stop, an intersection with lights out, and roundabouts. Do us all a favor and learn to use your turn signal and don't forget your helmet when you come out the house. Go Bills. War female fatties with a pedicure. I'm out. Terry? War female fatties with a pedicure. Terry? You're doing pretty well until then. Terry? Terry? 1-800-636-8686. Let's go to San Francisco. Fernando. What's going on, Fernando? What's your beef? What's up, Jiminy Cricket? My beef with those techie bags calling Frisco, San Fran, and telling me I'm wrong. I'm from San Francisco. I love when you call it Frisco. So tell the techies go back to the Midwest. I'm out. Appreciate that, bro. I got I got news for you. If I didn't know, not think, if I didn't know that you get so butthurt, I wouldn't do it. I admit it. For some reason, calling people who live in San Francisco Frisco is a reason to go. Frisco fan, you have smashed us in L.A. for every reason under the sun, and I don't give a damn. But you call them Frisco, they want to let the hands fly. It's like it's a four-letter bomb, except it's like five letters. I've never understood it. That's like I think maybe the first guy ever in Frisco to say, I don't care. I'm not offended. What's the big deal? Right. If you all said that and you all felt that, I wouldn't call you Frisco, Frisco. Frisco fan. What are you so bent about anyway, yo? You do live in Frisco. Hey Frisco fan. Hey Fr- hey Mike. Hey, hey Frisco, Frisco fan. fan. You know you live in, you live in the city. Hey, the city Frisco by the bay. Fan. You live you live in something now, Frisco fan. By a body of water, hey, I'll Frisco give you that. Fan. Anyway, I digress. Good job, dude. Uh oh. Hey Tommy, do you really want me to go and order these phone calls? Because you know who's coming up next, don't you? Now this is where this guy does his best work. But his best work is still worse than most people's worst work. And even his beefs have fallen off of late. But if I'm grading on a curve, this is where this guy does his best work. Maybe he can rebound and start a new streak. Let's go to Sacktown. Ryan in Sacktown. Ryan, what is your beef? Hey, Jimmy. Good morning. Hey, uh, my beef is with these people that are taking over our local coffee shops and watering holes and using them as their own personal offices. Jim, I went into my Starbucks this morning. Instead of hitting the drive through I had to trip over extension cords. I was interrupting business meetings just to get a cup of joe. It's getting a bit pathetic. Don't bring your printers in, guys. Do better. Thank you. I'm out. 
I mean, for you, Ryan, you're back. It's not in any way original. But for you, that's good. It's true. I mean, it's one thing to show up to snake their Wi-Fi. It's another thing because you want to change the scenery, maybe some energy. It's another thing to just show up with a laptop. But when people start showing up in Starbucks with monitors and printers and double monitors and mice and mice pads taking off their shoes. They've got a whole base of operations. They're in their slippers, not even slides, but slippers and robes. And then they're rolling phone calls and then meetings. It's like, dude, it's expensive, but even that $5 cup of Joe doesn't mean you're paying rent there and it's office space. I, I don't want to ever, want, ever want to say that I agree with Ryan, but part of me agrees with Ryan. Oh, Ryan, you're almost back. Let's go. Hit me up. 1-800-636-8686. Let's go to Driftwood. Ben, great to have you, Ben. What's your beef? James Harden has not only broken multiple bathroom scales, destroyed numerous teams' chemistry, and defiled the sanctity of NBA max contracts, he's also ruined pickup basketball. These young cats just take two quick dribbles, then take two quick steps backward with the Harden travel every time, and then jack up a jumper. I say, yo, dog, I've been playing all over the country. That's a travel. I said, I'm a man. I'm 40. I like that, dude. Good job. Really well played. Really well played. Really well played. There's so much to like about that call. One, he had a great take. He had a great take. And then he went with some jungle folklore. I'm a man. I'm 40. But in stating his age, he knew that he would get run. And then he ran himself with a manual buzzer. That was... That... I think was really underrated. I don't think a lot of you picked up on how good that was. Great beef, dude. Nice job. All right, so now we're back on path. Keep it coming. Let's go to Pomona. Anthony, great to have you. What's your beef? Hey, Romy. I actually got a double beef real quick because I'm a Steelers fan. First off, hey, Steelers fan, shut the hell up calling for Tomlin to be fired. That's as bad of a take as a Cowboys fan. Still thinking that a man named Dakota is going to win them a championship. Second of all, hey, Ryan, uh, I mean, Chuckle from Sucktown, why don't you take a few weeks off? I think we can do without some of your weak-ass takes or recycle takes like you just punished us with. War if she ain't 180, she ain't a lady. Oh, wow. Anthony, bro, slow down a little bit because I don't want to miss anything. Good stuff. 1-800-636-8686. Let's go to the LBC. Dodger Jano is a Long Beach native, proud as hell. She went to Pauly, straight out the LBC. Let's go there right now. Mike, and shout out Jano. She's Jackrabbit. Let's go to Mike in Long Beach. Mike, what's your beef? Hey, Jimmy, thanks again. Second time, long time, bud. Props to uh, Jano. Uh, it's great to hear she's from the LBC. Hey, man, my beef is with the guys who produce the plastic water bottles, man. Can you put just a little bit of air in the top? So that when I'm driving and I open that thing up, I don't look like I soiled myself when I get to the biggest meeting of my life. Thanks a lot, Jimmy. Thanks. Good job, dude. All right. So we're doing well today. I like that. I've done the same thing. Dodger Jano is from the LBC. 
Dodger Jano went to poly. Dodger Jano ran track. Dodger Jano played volleyball. She loves it. She is a fierce jackrabbit. Let's go to Milwaukee. Douglas in Milwaukee. Great to have you. What's your beef? Jim, thanks for the vine. Hey, my beef is with my friends who live in these hot-ass states and are sending me pictures of their green grass, the pretty flowers in their damn palm trees, while I'm sitting here with about 18 to 20 inches of snow roam, and the plows can't figure out how to frick to get these roads clear. I'm out. Bro, I appreciate you. Nice job, Douglas. You know, incredibly enough, I missed that somehow. I was in Wisco. I was in Wisco for Christmas. Somehow, someway, I missed that. We didn't get that. We didn't get that white Christmas. We got that brown Christmas. I have to say, so I'm with you. However, I respect your friends jerking with you and messing with you and sending pics of the bright blue skies and all the greenery and the sun being out. I think that's funny, too. I like it. I like them both. 1-800-636-8686. Let's go to Avery, North Carolina. Avery, what's your beef? Jim, my beef is with you, man. It's with you. Do people call you names that you're not? No, man. No. It's not Jera. It's Mr. Jones to you. You don't have any business calling him Jera. It's Mr. Jones. He's a Super Bowl champion. Get it right. I mean, respectfully, Avery, I do have it right. He's Jera. The hell do I got to call him Mr. Jones for? Do I have to call the Dan Mr. Snyder too? Woody Avery, I love this. Hey, hey, Rome, do people call you by things other than your name? Yes. Every segment of every show? Other than, hey, hey, Avery, hey, Rome, get it right. Do people call you something other than your own stated name? I don't know, Avery, like Every segment of every show for the past 30 years, Avery. Get it right. Get it right, Avery. Get it right. I don't need to Mr. Jones him. I love his take, too. He won a Super Bowl. You address him as Mr. Jones. Yeah, in what century did he win that Super Bowl, Aves? Hey, Avery, I don't work for Jarrah. He's not scratching my check. He's not my boss. He may own the Cowboys, but he doesn't own the jungle. He doesn't own me. Come on, man. Get the hell out of here with that. No wonder Jarrah treats y'all like that. Because you buy his nonsense. Mr. Jones, come on, dude. Stop with that. Do I have to Mr. Spanos, Mr. Spanos too? Come on. Come on! Come on. Do I have to Mr. Tepper tantrum, Mr. Tepper? Do I have to Mr. Rooney because he's bringing back Mike Tomlin? Uh, all right, Avery, you hooked me. You got me, Avery. Let's keep moving. 1-800-636-8686. Let's go to Youngstown, Eric. Good to have you, Eric. What's your beef? Yeah, to all the Swifties who think that she invented KC football, the only thing she invented is how to ruin the best tight end in the NFL. (laughs) My man. (laughs) Have fun with them. 
to all the Swifties who think they invented KC football. All she did was invent a way to ruin the best tight end in the NFL. I love Travis Kelsey. And I've I've been on record. Before he showed slippage, I said, I think this dude's the best tight end in the history of the league. He's not what he was. He's not. He's not what he was. I'll give you that. Now, is the reason he's not what he was her? I don't think so. But I don't really know. Something's up. I can tell you that. He's not what he was. Something is up. I don't know what it is. Good job, though, dude. I'm loving the phone calls. I really am. Let's go to the D. Mike in Detroit. Great to have you. Mike, what's your beef? Hey, Romy. Hey, first time, long time. I just got a beef with the hurry-up golfer guy who can't wait till you clear the fairway and show us how good he is. But anyways, I wanted to say war, Dan Campbell bringing the grit, and let's keep the party going in Detroit. I appreciate that, dude. I don't play. I've never played. But even I know you don't do that. Don't hit into the group in front of you. Hurry up, man. Hurry up. Hurry up. Hurry up. That's the worst thing ever, right? When you show up and you've got that group behind you. And you know it's going to be like that all day long. All damn day. All damn day. But then again... To be fair, if you've got that group in front of you that's barely moving, it's the same thing. All damn day. All damn day. That's why they're hitting into you. Sometimes. Let's go to Tucson. Darius. Good to have you. Darius, what's your beef? Hey, Rome. My beef is with you and the big head for having Jed Fish on your show and you guys propping him up so much, making a big deal how he's the greatest coach. And then Washington comes calling and he's gone on Sunday. What the heck, Rome? I hear you, dude. I really do. And if it'll make you feel better to blame the big head and I that you lost your coach, I'm here for that. I am. But understand this, Darius. The big head and I are far from the only two people who know that guy's a damn good coach. Clearly, Washington knew as well. And I I have it on pretty good authority that Washington already knew he was a damn good coach before the big head and I were hyping him up. And when I had Jed on this show, I did ask him point blank, Jed, you've got some nervous Arizona fans. Are you, I know you're in the process of getting that deal done. Are you close? And he said something to the effect of, yes, yes, we are. Yes, we are. I'm not looking to go anywhere. So that's not some reverse karma. And it's not that we hyped him so much that other people found out. Trust me, anybody who knows anything about that game knows that Jed Fish is a hell of a coach. Now, I will say, Big Head likes five things, and five things only. Jed Fish is one of them. He loves him. He loves him almost as much as he loves his adopted lobster family. The Head loves himself some Jed Fish. But if Arizona was incapable of coming up with the money, don't blame us. But if it'll make you feel better, I'm here for it. Let's keep moving. This is fun. I hope this never ends. Armando, Santa Ana, not far from where we are. Armando, what is your beef? 
What's up, Jimmy? Uh, first time, long time. My beef is with upper management who trains you at work to be the next best promotion, and instead they give a promotion to the office rat. Now, I'm 43 years old, mind you, and my... Ah! My brother. You don't like that call. I don't like that call. My brother. Not a very good call. How do you do that? You have to make the argument that you are most deserving of the promotion without stating your age. Because if you state your age, you're going to get run. I could tell you had a real beef. And you were passionate. My beef is with upper management. They trained me to put me in a position where I could get that promotion. And then when it came time to promote, they gave it to the office rat. I'm 43. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Dude, I so wanted to hear you light up management and the rat. They rewarded the rat. Bro, I bet you did all the right things. Other than tell me your age. I bet you did all the right things, did all the right work, and some conniving, punk-ass, backstabbing, rat got your gig. I wanted to hear how that felt. I told you I'm here for it. Rat point. That is such legit beef, dude. Because you know what? Every bleeping office has one. All right, Rome, which is in your office? I don't have one. You know why? I cleared them all out. But every office has one. Dude, that was such a legit beef. See, again, I hate it when the rules come into play. My man, no disrespect intended. That was legitimate beef. Dude, Armando, my man, we were on your side. Armando, we were on your side. I hate that rat. We were all rooting for you, Armando. I hate that rat. I don't even know who the rat is. I hate that rat. Dude, I hope that rat gets what's coming to that rat. I really do. Whoever that rat is. I hate that rat, dude. I know you put in the time. Armando. Armando, I don't even know who you are. And I know you put in the time. I could tell. Armando, they did you wrong, bro. Not us. You you got what you deserve from us. We have a rule. But at work, they did you wrong. Let's go to KC. JJ in KC. It's funny how that worked out. JJ! Yabby. JJ! 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 You're not that good! This guy might be. JJ, KC, what's your beef, dude? Romy, my homie. You know, my beef's with that earlier caller, dude. Travis Kelsey does not have an issue with Taylor Swift. It worked out with Bacon45 having a wife that made tons of money. Okay, it's father time catching him. It's father time that's undefeated. Father time can catch anyone and anything, unlike our wide receivers. I'm out. (laughs) Well done. JJ! JJ, are you a Swifty or are you a realist? JJ! He said, it's not her, man. It's Father Time that got him. It's not her and our receivers that can't catch anything. Father Time catches up with everything and everybody, and our receivers can't catch anything. KC and Buffalo is so awesome. Man, I love that matchup. I I don't know what it is with Travis, but it's something. Something's up. He's not what he was. But then again, you can't keep it up forever. Let's go to Palm Springs. Brian, good to have you. Brian, what's your beef? Hi, Jim. It's a pleasure to talk to you. Uh, I'm a 30-year listener and remember you from the Mighty 690 with Hacksaw Hamilton. 
My beef is with people that park in the handicapped spot that aren't handicapped and don't have a placard. I have a foot like Tom Dempsey, and it's very hard for me to walk, and I really love your show, and I, I miss 91X. I love you, Jim. Thank you. My man, Brian. I love you too, brother. He said I missed 91X. That's a great take. 91X is an amazing radio station. I miss it too. He said I've got a foot like Tom Dempsey. And I got a beef with... You don't think that guy right there would give anything to have a foot like your foot? You don't think that guy would give anything to be able to walk across the parking lot without pain? Yeah, there's nothing wrong with you, but you're that entitled a bag that you're going to park in front. I would say who does that, but I know who does that. Straight up D-bags. You have to be some kind of D-bag and A-hole, honestly. I'm with you, brother. I got you. Let's go to Oregon. Matt in Oregon. What's going on, Matt? What's your beef? Well, hello, Mr. Rome. My beef is with Avery disrespecting Mr. Rome. Also, giving a bad name to Avery's because I got a nephew, Avery, and he, uh, you know, that guy that called is not every Avery. He's like the other Avery. So put some respect on Mr. Rome's name. Best show ever. I'm out. Thanks, Matt. Appreciate you. Dude, I don't even feel disrespected. (laughs) Believe me. There are so many things that are said on the daily about me that are so much worse. I couldn't care less. I just thought that the take was really lame. Like, you you, Mr. Jones him. He won a Super Bowl ring. Yeah, like in the 17th century, Avery, they haven't won bleep in decades. And again, why do I have to Mr. Jones him? Dude, I'm almost as old as him. Why would I Mr. Jones him? I'm f- I'm not going to say it. What, to get run on my own show? I'm a man. I'm f- I'm a man. And why would I Mr. Jones him? I'm not in any way being disrespectful. You think calling him Jera is disrespectful? you imagine the things that people send me that I could call him? And you think Jera is disrespectful? What, Jimma isn't being disrespected? I'll tell you who's being disrespected. The write-in beefs. They're not being disrespected. They're just being ignored because the calls are so good today. Let's go this time to Stu in Wisconsin. What's going on, Stu? What's your beef? Hey, Jim. Dude, that last caller wasn't Avery. It was Stephen Jones. Anyway, my beef is with NFL camera crews cutting away to Jarrah all the time during games. It's disgusting, Jim. Between Jarrah getting nauseous watching the game and his old geezer incontinence, I'm pretty sure he left 20% of himself in the owner's suite. Again, another one that I didn't want to end. <laughs> Between his owner incontinence. Oh, that was good. Rack him. We usually don't rack beefs. Rack that was him. fun. 20% that wasn't Avery. That was Stephen Jones. <laughs> hey, you know what, bro? I like that energy. 
I liked that energy. That pumped me up. I don't remember the last time I had so much fun on a beef segment. You callers are absolutely murdering it today. This is a blast. I don't want this to ever end. Keep coming. Let's go to Idaho. And, and again, I want to make the point. The beauty of the Old Trapper beef segment is we get phone calls from all 50. They're from everywhere. Everybody in America has beef. And Canada. Let's go to Joe in Idaho. Joe, what's your beef? Yeah. Um, hey, Jim. Um, my beef is with all the Idahoans that are keeping the lines at In-N-Out Burger so long. We finally got our In-N-Out Burger, and the lines are about an hour long. And then you hear them saying, oh, I don't know how what it's all about. I don't think it's a good burger. Now, I know you said that you loved it, and you called it the best fast food burger in the world, and it is. But if you don't like it, don't clog up my line and make it forever for me to get my In-N-Out burger on. You know, my man, the only, thing, the only thing along with that line was your phone call. But I appreciate you. The line moves fairly quickly. I know because I used to work in that little box. I know what it's like, quote, to get hit. We know. We always knew when the rush was coming. It moves. But you're right. I think there's a lot of advanced hype, and when In-N-Out leaves the state of Cali, inevitably, and it goes to a state for the first time, and there's news coverage, and there's people crying, and people camped out, there's hype. It's hype. Rarely does anything live up to the hype. I stand by it, and it's not because I work there, because by the way, I didn't really enjoy the job, just the money and the softball team. But it, it, to me, it is my favorite fast food burger. If I had another one that I like better, I would tell you. I don't have this like lifelong loyalty to In-N-Out Burger for the nine months that I worked there when I was 16 in order to get some crappy car. I, I believe that it's the best. But his whole point is, dude, don't wait in line and then go, eh, it's not all that. They have to find it. They have to try to find out, right? Anyway, anyway, it is all that. Napa. I can work Dodger Jano into another angle. Dodger Jano and I got married in Napa. We had a destination wedding. We got married in the middle of summer. It was 8,000 degrees. We were married in 1997, and people are still complaining about how hot it was that day. I don't know. I don't remember. I had two sapphires straight up prior to walking down the aisle. Felt pretty good to me. Bombay Sapphire. Let's go to Napa. Love Napa. Doug in Napa. Doug, what's your beef? Romy, hey, what's going on? Uh, excuse me, Mr. Rome. Sorry about that. Hey, my beef is with Tony Romo. This guy is so painful listening to him call games now. He's ruining Jim Nance. He does not stop talking, and he's so full of himself. It's it's nuts. And and one more thing. You, you work the in and out. Listen, man, don't. You better put some respect on that XR4TI. That wasn't a crappy car. That thing got you around, right? Thanks, Romy. I'm out. My brother. Okay. Thing is, I did not work it in and out to get the Mercor. And it did get me around for two years. However, it was a brand new car. A brand new car should have got me around for five years. Like the car that I got after that car. The crappy car that I bought 
was a 1967, my first car, a 1967 Mustang, three on the floor, three speed. That was the crappy car, and that did not get me around. I think it was breaking down all the time. And as I've told you before, the XR4TI, the Mercor, the Ford-engineered, German-engineered Ford, for 15,000 miles was a freaking dream. Man, it was a dream. I couldn't wait to wake up in the morning and get behind the wheel of that car. The second that thing went 15001 and the warranty ran out, all hell broke loose. You want to talk about planned obsolescence? It's like they knew. They knew the second the warranty ended, one mile into it. Biggest nightmare of my life. Never forget, when I took that car to auction, it, actually I dropped it off and let them take it to auction, it exploded on the way to auction. Thank God I was not the one driving. The car, the engine exploded. I drove it from Santa Barbara in the slow lane, mostly in neutral, all the way down to Orange County, Placentia, I think. Dropped it off, washed my hands of it. Two or three days later, they took it to auction, and that bitch exploded. So no, no, it didn't. It wasn't good for getting me point A to point B, just for the first 15,000 miles. Let's walk off on this guy. I can't believe we did. Tommy, was that not the fastest half hour in the history of radio? Wire to wire call. Sorry about you writing beefs. I'll try and get you on the other end. Parody Larry to close a truly epic segment. Lawrence, what is your beef? Hey, Jim. What's up, buddy? Uh, My beef is with uh, the big head. You know, I really enjoy his uh, betting segment, but what I really look forward to is his incredible amount of grammatical gaffes, and lately he hasn't been doing any. So here's a haiku for him. The English language is a 1,000-word parlay he will never win. War, James Kelly bending down to tee it up and getting some Ian Poulter right in the face. I'm not walking off on that. We cannot walk off on that. Oh, walk off on that, though. All right, let's get out of here. Nice job, clones. Really, really good job. Go ahead. Start hitting me up on the X. You know what, Larry? That was some of your worst work ever, and that's saying a hell of a lot. Honestly, it is. I would rather have your worst parody than no parody at all. Straight, terrible take, Larry, is not your gloss. Parody Larry is. Dude, you just have to stick to your parodies. No matter what the platform is, no matter what the segment is, you're glossed parody Larry. It's a requirement. You can't come in here and not do a parody, no matter how bad it is. You're not Haiku Larry. Nobody glossed you Haiku Larry, or Terrible Take Larry, or Straight Take Larry, or Sports Take Larry. You have a Haiku? I don't even know if that fit as a Haiku. It sure didn't sound like it. That middle line did not sound like 7. It sounded like 70. Haikus are not 5, 70, 14. They're not three lines of whatever you want. It's neither here nor there because you're parody Larry, not haiku Larry. 
Bro, we might as well just change your gloss to horrible take, Larry. Get back to doing what you do terrible. Parodies. Let me repeat that. Get back to doing what you do terribly. Parodies. Because that would be a step up from where you are right now. Wow, dude, how do you go from feeling so... I'm bipolar. I felt so amazing 60 seconds ago about that segment. So amazing that I took in Haiku Larry. What a bad decision that was. Hey, Lawrence, per usual, thank you for nothing. Alvy, get me out of here. You're listening to The Jim Rome Show. Did you know that Discover wants you to feel special? Everybody. That's why with your Discover card, you have access to 24-7 customer service as well as $0 fraud liability, which means you have never held responsible. You are never held responsible for unauthorized purchases. Learn more at discover.com slash credit card. Limitations do apply. All right, so I know some of you are bent that I did not read any of your beefs, and I will on the other side, but... We have a sports update first. So hang in there. We're not done. We've got good content and good show still ahead. And a good update for you. Here it is. Here is Rich Ackerman. Hey, remember how I said earlier today there's nothing but good vibes coming out of the city of D, Detroit, for the Lions? Got more karma for you tomorrow. Megatron is back. Calvin Johnson coming back on tomorrow. Bam. See that, Alvy? D-U-M-P. Megatron tomorrow. You have a big dump in your pants. I got a big dump on my desk right now. I admit it. I admit it. (laughs) All right, so. (laughs) All right, so. Yeah, right? Good thing we're not on TV right now. Or that big dump on my desk wouldn't have worked. So I don't want you written beefers to say that I disrespected you. I didn't read your material. I'll read some right now. Or one. Jim, my beef is with the dog walker who fakes picking up the turd. So you're going to dig around in your fanny pack, unroll one of those micro-thin sacks, kneel down, Get your hand two inches away from that hot, steaming mess before standing up and walking away as I cross the intersection. I have a rearview mirror loser, Wesley near Boise. Not only do I love that because it's original, it's just awesome onto itself. Like, Tommy, let me ask you. Have you ever experienced or seen something like that yourself? Totally. That's why it's one of my favorite beefs ever. I've seen that in person. This is like kind of a regular, I guess, New York City, New, you know, New York area thing. People take their dogs out for a walk on the sidewalk. Their dog leaves their remains on the sidewalk, and they have a whole routine. They, they rustle the bag, and they make the sound, and they do their fake squat down, and then they act like they picked it up. But everybody can see that it's obviously still right there, and someone's going to step in it any second. 
Freaking, drives me crazy. Freaking gross. Now, you said that's a New York thing. This guy, this is Wesley and you're Boise. Why is that a New York Clearly thing? Is, it's is that everywhere. not a U.S. thing? Clearly, it's everywhere. I guess there's just a lot more dogs per capita when you're living in New York and you see it a lot more. I don't know, but I've definitely seen it. And there's more concrete. Exactly. Exactly. Maybe it, maybe it stands out more because you just see the turd lying on the concrete. Yeah, but it's not a problem. Like, say you have some like super fresh kicks, or you have some really expensive business shoes. Why is it a problem to step in somebody's dog crap because they could not adhere to the policy? It's not great. And I was explaining in here that I love this beef, and I, I used to see this all the time. And Jack was like, "Really?" And Alvy was like, "Yeah, I've done it." <laughs> He's like, "Yeah, I've done it." <laughs> No, that, that's great. All right, nice job, dude. I love that. So they kicked that around the XR4TI, and Tom says, yeah, yeah, that's a real thing. And Jack's like, yeah, really? And I was like, yeah, I, I've done it. If Alvin's done it, that means Alvin does it. Alvin, you do that every single day, bro. Alvin's like, dude, I feel terrible. The hell you do. That's why you keep doing it. Saying you feel terrible about that would be the equivalent of saying you feel terrible about procreating. Also a lie. <laughs> Let's get a phone call in here before we wrap things. Let's go to Dallas. That's a good idea. Jason in Dallas. Jason, you made it in. What's going on? Romy, what's up, man? Listen, we're, we're ticked. We're, you know, you haven't heard from us because, you know, it's, we know the book. We know the ending. Jerry, when, just, just give me just a second, Romy, if you don't mind. When the Texas Rangers won the World Series, the owner was on stage. We didn't know who the owner of that team was until then. He's from Longview. Jerry, listen, sit down, watch the game, sign the check, let the coach coach, do what you do. You don't need to go to the locker room at the end of the game. You don't need to be in the press conferences with the coach. Let the coach do his job. Enjoy your retirement. Watch the game, sign the checks, Rome. I'm out. Nice job, dude. I mean, extremely well done, but you're all wrong. I, I hate to tell you as a Dallas fan you're wrong, but you know you're wrong because you know that that's not how he's built. That's not how he's wired. That's not how that thing works there. That is an owner-driven team. It, he is the brand. It's not about the star on the side of his helmet. It's about the owner. It's always about the owner. Everything runs through Jera. Er, Jera. Everything flows through the owner. You're right in what you say. That's the way it should be set up. What a great analogy you just said. The Rangers win a World Series. The owner gets up on the podium, and we don't even know who he is. That is great. That, that's extremely rich, generally, but even more so in that state. Because in Jerry, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who the coach is. It doesn't matter who the quarterback is. It doesn't matter who any of the all pros are. It's always about Jera. That's why you don't win. Done. Excuse me, Mr. Jones. You Cowboy fan, you know what? I take it back. I retract the statement that I made at the top of the program when I said, y'all don't really care anymore. Y'all are so beaten down that you're apathetic. Compared to the Steeler fans that are not beaten down, they want to beat somebody down. Compared to the Steeler fans who are not beaten down but want to beat anybody down who says that Mike Tomlin should be brought back. I take it back, Cowboy fan. You are mad. Good. You should be. I would be. 
if I were you. That's it. Good day today. We had Jimmy Johnson. We had Blake Cashman. We had an epic What's Your Beef segment. For the ones who get it done, Granger is offering supplies and solutions for every industry as well as access to product experts ready to answer your toughest questions. Call or click Granger.com or stop on by. I didn't get to it, but you know what? You should check out episode 297 of the Jim Rohn Podcast with Michael Lombardi. Great, great hit. Megatron, Calvin Johnson joins us tomorrow. The Big Head and I will make our predictions for the divisional round. Have a great day. See you tomorrow, Ralph. Done.